Next up on Talk Zone is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Are you concerned about your job? Concerned about losing it? Concerned about not having the tools needed to reinvent your career or to reposition yourself in the workplace? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, or even if you just want to be a part of the workplace improvement revolution, then join the conversation right now on Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Now, here are your hosts, Charlie and Eva. Welcome, welcome, welcome. 11-2, November 2nd, right? Yes. Man, November's just flying by. <laughs> um, so, welcome everyone. It's Monday, it's 4 p.m. Eastern. It's time for Talk Zone, Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Yes, it is. And I'm excited to be here. Good. Our mission is to do whatever we can, use our collaborative skills to make a difference in the workplace even if you're one person, and that's the plan. That is the plan. Sometimes um, it's a little scary, but I'll be talking about that tomorrow. Right. So um, we are broadcasting live from our secure bunker here in Cincinnati. We have a great show ahead. A um, couple of things first. Um, why don't you expand on that a little bit? What's happening tomorrow? Oh, I will be speaking at the E-Women Network Luncheon at the Ivy Hills Country Club it's just outside of Cincinnati. And I would be speaking about Stand Up and Be Heard, How to Overcome Your Fear of the Spotlight. Nice. I know. It's going um, to be fun. Okay, so along those lines, right, imagine if everyone conquered that fear. Well, I know, right, because that, that's always been my mission is because you know that I have suffered terribly with stage fright, still sometimes have it, and stage fright manifests in a number of different ways. It's not just about getting up to present because so many people will just tell themselves, well, I really don't need to get up and present. It's not about that. It's about sharing what you do, sharing your opinion, right? embracing and, yourself. And believe me, and also you, because mm -hmm. we've both been in corporate for a long time. A very long time. Um, it manifests also in bullies. They hide behind their bullying and their fears and so on and so on. Uh, that's a very good point, Charles. Um, so, I mean, come on, we can bring it. Our companies need us now more than ever. Uh, let's do our best to bring our A game. Oh, and then also let's say that on November 14th, Saturday, 4 p.m., we're going to be doing a two-hour workshop on Stand Up and Be Heard, you and I together, at Women's Way of Ohio and Kentucky over really? in um, Silverton. Yes, we are. You will be there. Nice. <laughs> okay, so that's what we do, right? Yes. And all kidding aside, uh, it means a lot to us, and mm -hmm. we're very proud of it. You know what I wanted to – I first want to – I want to thank you, right, because – Me? Um, well, kind of, because, you know, we do this together, and we seem to be making progress, gaining viewers – and getting recognized because the message has value. And I, I want to thank you for, you know, keeping us on line when we have to and steer us back when we go off course. So uh, so would that be when you, when you say we? Is it the royal we or is that you? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, you got. I want to hit him. I want to hit him when we got the muscle. <laughs> And you kind of keep me in line, so um, I, I appreciate that. You know, when we get a vote of confidence, 
It's like a little vitamin shot. All things change, okay? It and really we've does. been getting votes of confidence of late. And, um, you know, we're more enthusiastic than ever. We really are. And our guests are always so good. I, You know, I can't remember a time when we've had a bad guest. Um, no. Never. Um, never. It's always been good. We always enjoy every single one of our guests. Every single one of our guests has a message to bring, and today will be no different. I agree. Um, and, you know, one more thing about guests. Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva is about making a difference and also about personal and professional improvements. It's mm -hmm. not only about what goes on inside the conference room, right? Well, because there's no difference between professional and personal anymore. Everything overlaps. It's not like we go to the office and we come home and we can shut everything down. We are online 24-7. Right. As an example, you know, in the workplace, we say, where's Joe this morning? Well, don't say nothing about Joe. You know, he was out all night. He's having some issues, right? It's all connected. It's all connected. That's the point, yes. right? Mm -hmm. Um you know, uh, we've been kind of trying to promote locally a little bit of late. Yes. Right? We, we're now four years on the air and about to skyrocket. In our fourth year, yes. Um, so we want to we wanna reach out locally. And um, we had a fantastic guest list week, and we encourage everyone to go to the TalkZone website, look us up on the business channel, and check out previous shows. I'm actually glad that you said that because I was just going to remind our listeners that when you go to TalkZone.com, we are under the business channel, Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. You can listen to the archives. Every one of our shows is out there, and you can listen 24-7 on a replay. You can also download the TalkZone app to your phone and listen right from your phone. Wow. I know. There's no excuse. Right. And actually, one more thing is we are uh, reviewing guests now. For April. That's how far out we are. I know. <laughs> okay. Um, so great job, everyone. The entrepreneurs of the world have a lot to say, and we're helping them say it. Yep. Right? Okay, so. Um, and I wanted to add, we're learning a lot in the process. We, right? we get to cheat. I say that all really the time. Cheap. We yeah. learn a lot in the process. Um, I've been thinking about our guest today. And getting really pumped because um, this person has really come a long way. Mm. And what we get a lot on the show is experts telling us, subject matter experts, telling us what we have to do. And our guest today is basically going to share with us what she has done, which right. is a little bit different, right? Mm -hmm. Um, so, I mean, I, it's a little out of my league, and we're going to lean on her to help us. Uh, but this is really big, and it gives everybody um, the incentive to, uh, to know that we can do whatever we dream. Yes, dreams Excellent. do come true. Dreams do come true. So, okay, we would love to introduce our very special guest today, um, Jennifer Quinn Wilson, also known as the Wonder Diva. Jennifer, are you with us? I am. Can you hear me? 
Yes, perfectly. Hey, <laughs> welcome to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva, and thank you for being so patient. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. I'm honored and very excited. Um, yeah, no, we are as well. You know, we're we're local, and um, we encourage success stories, right? Because there's a lot going on. So, um, Jennifer, why don't you take a minute and share with us um, maybe something about yourself and some contact information in case people want to reach out? Um, well, there's a number of ways that you can reach me. Uh, the best way would probably be on Facebook via um Taking over the world in a tiara. Uh, that's taking over the world in a tiara uh, on Facebook.com, and that is probably the best way to reach me. Or you can go to mywonderpreneur.com or mywonderdiva.com. Jeez, I love all of those. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, and we'll we'll uh, share them again as we go forward. I mean. Uh, okay, so we're speaking for the first time. I know uh, Eva probably you have a lot of questions and stuff, but I get the um, I get the the impression that you're just like exploding with enthusiasm about everything that you do. It just seems like you're really excited and passionate about this particular time in your life. I absolutely am, and the ironic thing is that it comes with a lot of fear as well. Uh, just making this phone call was very, very scary for me, um, but at the same time, there's so much excitement going on with everything in my life that I am I'm literally ready to take over the world in a tiara and uh, bring as many people with me as I can, and that's kind of my whole mission. So, yes, I'm, I am exploding with excitement and just ready to take over. Well, and you have such an interesting story, Jennifer. And, you know, I hear you when it comes to just picking up that phone and making the call, it's scary. But what I love about your story is that you know fear and you've really overcome a lot of adversity. And so you don't let that fear stop you. And our messages are very similar. We come at it from two different angles, but our messages are very similar because I too have had a lot of fear about doing exactly the same thing. And we both have the message that you can overcome anything. So when we're talking about your story, I mean, it's such an interesting story. You actually suffered with agoraphobia for 15 years and how did you start, well, first of all, you know, how did that happen? And then how did you start to start overcoming that? I mean, it's such an interesting story, and I'm sure that it would be so inspirational for our listeners. Can we just go one more before? Yes. And just explain what that is? Oh, okay. Yeah, Jennifer, why don't you go ahead and explain what agoraphobia is for our listeners first? Okay, well, agoraphobia was originally basically just the fear of, the outside. That was kind mm. of an old, an old understanding of what agoraphobia is. But the truth is, is it encompasses so much more. It's essentially any form of going out. Um, it could be travel. That's a big one for me is travel. Any communication, so speaking in public, going out in public, interacting with public, crowds, uh, speaking on the phone. Uh, for me, even emails. And sometimes the Internet can, you know, really cause a panic attack for me. Uh, it, it includes so many 
so many things of interacting with, you know, the world around you in general. Um, it can lead to feeling like you're having a heart attack. It will mimic the same symptoms of a heart attack. Uh, it can excessive perspiration, uh, hard to breathe, feeling ill. Um, a lot of times that, that happens, chronic illnesses can develop as a result of it. And most people who have agoraphobia simply just avoid it. It avoid any of the things that they're afraid of. And most people don't even know that they have it because they don't know that there's it's actually something that that is out there that can be treated. Um, right now, the the number is 3.2 million people. That's one in 85 people suffer from agoraphobia, and those are just the numbers that are actually. Um, presented because of the people who have uh, contacted someone for help. So those numbers are really underrated because most people don't know that they have it. Most people don't seek treatment for it. Um, and most that do, they can't get out of their house in order to seek that treatment. So they, they just kind of stop and they stop living. And that's kind of where I was. Um, I was. I had a series of events that kind of led up to... Um, I was attacked at work, and um, it was the most petrifying time of my life. Um, and this yes. was not long after I had been carjacked. So it was kind of a series of events, but the final, the final straw was being attacked at work and, and having to leave my work, left my car, my car, keys, my cell phone, everything is at work, and had to uh, go next door to find somebody to uh, have somebody come and pick me up. And I never went back. I was afraid to leave my house. I was afraid to even walk in front of my, I had a big bay window. I was afraid to walk in front of the big bay window because I thought the person was watching me. Wow. And, um, wow. It um, to, it what, to, what I want to, what I want to say is because we have to take our first break, mm -hmm. but before we go, right? So Jennifer, you said 3.2 million as a low estimate. Okay. And we just met one person, you, that, actually managed to recover from that. And what do you find? You find that you're ready, willing, and able to conquer the world. You're running multiple businesses. I mean, did you have, when we come back, uh, maybe you can share with us if there was an epiphany as, holy, you know what? This is who I am? What was I waiting for? I mean, imagine helping others get past this so they could bring their greatness like you. Right. I mean, it, it's just, uh, it's just unbelievable. So um, great work, by the way, and we're going to take our first break. So please stay with us, everyone. Uh, Corporate Talk with Charlie Eva and our very special guest, Jennifer Quinn Wilson, will be right back. CARE Certification in the Workplace is the award-winning Shared Leadership Training Seminar that will revolutionize your career and position you as the go-to person in your organization, regardless of your job description. CARE is the acronym for Courage to Take Action Relevant to Everyone. This means your new workplace mission is to deliver results for the good of the company, but not at the expense of others. Up until now, CARE certification was only available through company-sponsored seminars. But now you can become CARE certified in the workplace on your own time. Order Module 1 today and begin the transformation. 
There's unlimited opportunity in the workplace today, provided you have the right strategy. Becoming CARE certified is the right strategy. For more information and to order, go to charliespeaking.com. That's charliespeaking.com. And now, let's return to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva on TalkZone.com. Thanks for staying with us, everyone. This is Segment 2. It's Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. And our guest today is Jennifer Quinn Wilson. And Jennifer, you know, Charlie and I were even talking at the break. I mean, what an amazing story. And and I thank you, and we both thank you, for coming on the show today to, to share your story because it really took a lot of courage to even come on the show. And so we thank you for that because this is an important message. And as you said, there's so many people out there that are suffering with this and maybe they can even, they can hear this show and know that there's some hope out there because if you could overcome it, you're giving, if you even give one person a ray of hope, I mean, that's a huge accomplishment. So thank you for being here and thank you for sharing your story because I know it must not be easy to do that. Um, so when you were talking about, you know, you had trouble, you know, coming out of the house and you started experiencing agoraphobia from the trauma that happened to you, how was it, how were you able to start turning that around? How did it not just consume you to the point that you just kind of said, forget it, and you just stayed home? Well, there was a point that um, I had also been in an accident and I was in a wheelchair as well. And that just kind of added to the agoraphobia and because I, I didn't want people to see me broken. Uh, so that made it that much harder for me to get out. Um, and then in 2010, my husband, who was a fireman and an EMT, he uh, committed suicide. And I kind of had to take a step back. I, I almost followed him. I, I wanted to, but I had to finally take a step back and say, okay, this is where I am and this is not where I'm supposed to be. And I I knew that I was supposed to do so much more. And so I had to really um, not just work on my physical and mental state, but I had to work on my spiritual everything, all encompassing, and find out who I wanted to be and where I wanted to be and how I could be an inspiration and how I could help other people by becoming the person I wanted to be. So it's been a journey since 2010. It has been a very long, very, very difficult, very scary journey since 2010. And some days, uh, you, uh, you've mentioned that I've overcome agoraphobia, but the truth is, is I still suffer from agoraphobia. Um, some days are harder than others, but some days I don't even think about it and I just go and I just do what I need to do. So, my point is, is that every day I plan something. No matter what it is, I plan some kind of outing so that I can stay on the going out and doing something and connecting with people and connecting with others and really interacting with, with everybody that I absolutely adore. So that keeps me going in that direction. So it's not over. It's still something that I suffer with. So it's still there, but each day, I take it one minute at a time, one five minutes at a time, one hour at a time, one day at a time. Well, and just the fact that you're even on the phone with us discussing it just shows that, yes, you still have it, but each day you're working through it. And I think that is so important that you told our listeners that 
that you shared that because I think sometimes people think that once if they see you out in public, they think, well, she's over it. But the truth is, is that every day you've come up with a toolkit that kind of helps you manage the fear and manage your symptoms so that you can get through the day. And like you said, I'm sure some days are harder than others. It's the same thing with me and my stage fright. I mean, for the most part, it's gone, but the fear is still always there. You always kind of have a little bit of that fear. It may not have been the same as it was for you, you know, 15 years ago, but it is always there. And so Thank you for sharing that. And thank you for actually telling our listeners that because I think that's important. So when it comes to, you know, when you started to turn this around, was someone helping you turn it around or did you, or did you start doing it on your own? How did you start changing things? Honestly, I, I pretty much did it on my own. I mean, I had some amazing people who were helping me with my physical aspects. Um, Nani Massage and Mason and um, Xamarin Chiropractic, they literally got me out of the wheelchair and got me moving. Um, the people there between the two, they, they were one company and they've kind of split into two now. And without them, I probably would still be in a wheelchair. I mean, they, they kept me motivated. They kept me moving. And somewhere along the way, I think that finding... Um, the ability to move that I hadn't had before and um, getting off of the medications that I was on. I was on a lot of medications and I was going to have to have surgery and they kept that from happening. So going forward with them and being able to be mobile kind of changed a lot of things for me. So they, they're a big, big part of um, making me the person that I am today and getting me out there and being comfortable with leaving my house because I don't have the, the wheelchair and the, the whole thing holding me back as much as I did 15 years ago. That actually makes me even more emotional, right? Mm -hmm. Because um, we're all about team and we're all about shared leadership. So Jennifer decides somehow finds it within herself to start leaning on some others for help and manages to find it locally and manages to develop trust as well. I mean, this is, this is a national story and my, oh, for what it's worth, right? Because, um, I don't know how you were able to get where or come out of that. I mean, what I also see is this person that is just so strong, right? I mean, there's a lot of, um, strength in there. Um, and uh, uh, even to do the analysis that you did locally and to, and to lean on them, I think um, really, really excellent work. Yeah, your strength is really, it's it's really amazing because just Thank to be you. able to know that you needed to, you needed help and mm -hmm. to go find it took a lot of strength. Yes, 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 that is absolutely true. Um, I also found um, someone else who was also a widower, and I think that together we were able to rely on each other so much, and we became a team within ourselves that we were, we went from the depths of despair and, you know, just wanting to follow our spouses to becoming an amazing team that we just want to 
uplift each other and become better for each other. And he has been my rock for for all of this and has just been such an instrumental piece of the of the of the pie here to help me make it to where I am. I, I again I wouldn't be where I am with the rest of everything that has come since if it wasn't for him. No, I mean I think it's great that you were able that the two of you found each other, right? And you're both helping each other and like you said have created this team. And from this team has sprung these businesses that I just think are amazing too, Jennifer. So how did how do you go from being wheelchair bound to becoming the Wonder Diva and then becoming Mrs. Ohio Plus America in 2015 and having all these businesses? I mean, I see you at the networking events. Everyone loves you. I mean, everyone is drawn to Jennifer mm-hmm. and your businesses and all the great work that you do. How did how did all that come about? Thank you. I appreciate that. That means a lot to me. Um, I don't know exactly how everything came about. It was just one of those, uh, somebody needed a makeup artist on Facebook, a friend of mine who makes my jewelry, and I said, I'm, you know, I'm not a makeup artist, but I have some makeup and I don't completely suck. And <laughs> she, uh, she said, let's bring it on. And from there, we um, we started. I started with my makeup artistry, which is the Wonder Diva, and um, we got published. And since then, that was just not even a year ago. Um, and since then, we've been published locally, uh, nationally, and internationally now. So we're my makeup artistry is kind of all over the place. Uh, and then in February, I was asking someone if they needed a makeup artist for a fashion show. And she said, I really like your look. Why don't you come in and audition? And I was like, oh, okay. She said, can you walk in high heels? I said, I don't know. I haven't tried. And <laughs> so I, I found some low high heels and uh, that I knew I could walk in. And I came in and I, I walked for them. And I walked in my first fashion show in May. No, I'm sorry. Yes, in May, March. And then uh, while I was there, someone mentioned that I should uh, apply for the Mrs. Ohio Plus America pageant, and in May I won that. Mm-hmm. And so from there, it's just kind of, it's just, it started out as this one little, you know, Facebook post, and it has progressed to such a degree that it's just, it's bigger than me, which is really the way I like it. I like it that way. It's bigger than me. It's bigger than any one human being is just, it's all about taking care of people and taking care of uh, helping each other and building each other up and being amazing people to each other. Yeah, you know, I, I don't like to make light of the accomplishments, but it's just proof that sky's the limit. Well, and it, and, you know, not to sound woo-woo, but it's kind of like the universe is kind of opening up and saying, you have a, mis- a message and we yeah. need you, yeah. right? We need you and we need you here and we need you front and center, not even hanging out in the background, you have to be up in front. You have to be Mrs. Ohio plus America. You just can't sit in the back and hang out. And who knows what 2016 is going to be. Well, yeah, that's exactly right. And I wanted to mention, don't you have an art degree, or do I have that wrong? I do not have an art degree. I went to art college, um, but there there wasn't an art degree uh, involved in that, no. But I, I I went for commercial art. 
but you do, but you do actually have like an art background because I've seen her makeup and I've seen the published pictures and it's amazing. I mean, just her own makeup is amazing. So I can see where it just took off for you because you, you didn't just suck. You were, (laughs) you're amazing with your, with your makeup. And so I'm glad that that took off and you became the wonder diva. And, um, so tell us a little bit more about some of the other businesses that you're doing. I know we hit, well, you know what? I'm going to stop because we need to actually take our second break. So when we come back, we'll talk about that. But this is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva, and our guest today is Jennifer Quinn Wilson, and we'll be right back. Charlie Labosco is an author, speaker, and trainer with over 40 years' experience in the corporate workplace. Contact Charlie today to interact, influence, and inspire others in your organization. Whether it's a one-hour keynote presentation or a five-day training seminar, Charlie is available to speak on many topics, including making a difference in the workplace, even as one person, building shared leadership teams, and his signature award-winning seminar, Care Certification in the Workplace. Charlie speaking at your organization will make a difference on day one. For more information and to book Charlie, go to charliespeaking.com. That's charliespeaking.com. Let's get back to Charlie and Eva for more corporate talk on Talk Zone. Welcome back, everyone, to segment three. This is exciting. Um, we're having some fun now because it seems like uh, Jennifer's life and career are off to the races again, finally. And um, we're happy for that. Um, I want to just go back for a second um, when we talked about the illnesses, and we have shared some of ours as well, and we've met others too, right? Uh, it's almost as if we get it, right? There's no cure for anything. Everything is a work in progress. Right. And um, that takes even more courage. Right. You got to constantly be on that work in progress treadmill. Well, and what I like to say is that you don't have to be courageous every second of the day. You just have to be courageous in spurts. And then in those spurts, then afterwards, you can take a minute and go home and rest up. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of like, um, you know, I'm a sports guy, right? Sort of like the way Ali did it at the end of his career. He would just fight in spurts just enough to win the round. Um, because it's just impossible to keep up that pace. Right, right. Right. And especially when you have to work through fear or any other issue that you may have. And, and fear t- typically tends to be a big one for people. You know, when you have to work through that, it takes a lot of energy. It does. It definitely does. Um, I want to read something from Jennifer's bio, but first I want to share the Facebook. And what was that conquer the world? In a tiara, is that the... Taking over the world in a tiara. Unbelievable. So, okay, everyone, go there, go to Facebook, taking over the world in a tiara, hook up, meet, and learn from Jennifer, become part of her network. Um, greatness is waiting for you. So, Jennifer, are you there? I am. <laughs> I'm just going to read something, and then and then we can go from there. It's kind of like where Eva left off. It's, so, Jennifer Quinn Wilson, wonderpreneur, Speaker, author, plus size image coach, stylist, makeup artist, plus size fashion model, pageant queen, graphologist, and graphotherapist, um, founder of the Wonder Diva and the Handwriting Lady. Oh, and I'm going to 
add one more. She's also president of the networking group, The Sophisticates. So, so all around great gal. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, this is mind boggling, right? I mean, um, this is what came out. Yes. Um, I, I don't know how that happens, right? It sort of gives me incentive for my own future. Well, in some ways, Jennifer, and and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like that once, even though I know that you're not over agoraphobia, but once you started to get a feel for everything that was out there, you just kind of go with it. You kind of put your symptoms aside for a little bit, and then you go with it, and then you come back and you regroup, and then you go with it. And it just seems like the sky's the limit now. That is exactly what I do. It's it's funny that, you know, people are like, you have so many irons in the fire. Which way are you going? And I'm just like, I'm just going wherever I'm I'm led to go and wherever I can be the most benefit to other people. So it's funny that you said that because that is exactly what I do. And you were saying earlier, you you know, you have to be brave for, for a little bit and then you go home and regroup. And that's exactly what I have to do every day. So thank you for saying that. That's a very good way of putting what I have to do. Thank you. Yeah. Um, that's why I thank Diva as well at the beginning of my own <laughs> life. <laughs> um, I want to ask selfishly about um, one or two of these business titles, but I first have to ask before I forget, um, you know, what what is it like going through something like this month after month? I mean, every night when your head hits the pillow, what goes on? Is it just another day? What's happening tomorrow? And then suddenly, suddenly that shifted, I would think, right? I think that if I understand your question correctly, mm. it went from, honestly, it would take me a week to have to mentally prepare myself to get ready to go grocery shopping. And I would also have to have someone to go with me. And, you know, I had to plan it so that I had exactly what I needed. And I would go, I would buy groceries for six weeks, two months at a time. I, I mean, I would spend $600 easily just so I wouldn't have to go back again. And wow. now, um, now I get up every morning and I have my schedule on my Google calendar and almost every minute of the day is planned. Um, sometimes I can make everything on the, on the schedule. Sometimes I can't, but by the time I hit the, by the time I hit the pillow, I am so exhausted that there is no time for thought. There's mm -hmm. no time for, uh, except to look at my calendar for the next day to make sure that I'm prepared for the next day. Uh, that's all part of that work in progress. It's it's a right. lot of work. It's a lot of effort. It's a lot of effort. Um, unbelievable. So, okay, but, you know, again, not to make light of this incredible um, achievement and journey that you're going through. It's just very inspiring. There's a couple of things here that I um, I don't want to show my, my shallowness, but I've never seen before, like graphotherapist. What that? Does anybody know what that is? I know. I know what you <laughs> <laughs> Yes, please tell us. <laughs> well, first of all, um, let me go back a little bit and explain what a graphologist is. Um, a graphologist is a handwriting analyst. It, and handwriting can, it's basically a complete psychological trait evaluation. 
I have worked for the police and for attorneys. Um, and, you know, I've done it for entertainment. I've also done it for employers as well to uh, basically see where someone's going to fit best for an employer, if they're going to fit well with your company and with the other people that they're going to be working with. I've done it for attorneys and police to help them find deadbeats or, you know, to find people that they're looking for. It's kind of like um, uh, it's, it's essentially a personality trait evaluation based on their handwriting. You know, hold on. Um, no, I'm just looking at your handwriting now. Mine? Yeah. <laughs> well, I can't read yours either, so we're okay. So we're equal. Um, you never really know about the guests until we speak to them. Right. I mean, this is unbelievable. Uh, so, Jennifer, last year, Eva and I were at a big speaking engagement in New York City, and somebody came to us um, making a pitch to come on the show who was this expert handwriting Analyst. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. And I yeah, just thought right. that was such a unique skill. I mean, I have to ask, so where did that skill come from? Yeah. It is the most bizarre thing. I am probably the weirdest person you will ever meet when I tell you this. But I, in the third grade, I saw this girl on the bus. She was doing something called calligraphy. She was learning it in the Girl Scouts. I ran home. I told my mom, I have to join the Girl Scouts right now. They're doing this really cool thing. I joined the Girl Scouts just in time for it to be over, uh, so I didn't get to take the classes with them, but my dad worked for um, a college, and he was able to get the um, art director to send me some um, calligraphy pens and, and a book, and I sat there, and I learned every single one of the prints in there. Um, so by the time I was in eighth grade, I was teaching uh, hand, I was teaching calligraphy, and by the time I was in high school, I found a book on handwriting analysis, and it just seemed like the most obvious next step. Um, because I was already wow. OCD about other people's handwriting. I'm like, oh, I can't even read this on my own hand to me. You know, back then, that's when we still handed, you know, handed each other our notes in classes, you know, instead of using text messages. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's kind of how it developed. And by the time I was in my 20s, I was, I was lecturing on handwriting analysis. Right, so that's amazing. You're just a born entrepreneur. No, I mean, that's really what's coming <laughs> out, right? I mean, I mean it's out. like, there's calligraphy. I'm going with calligraphy. Mother, you have to get me into the Girl Scouts because I have to learn calligraphy. No, yeah, yeah. you're with that. someone, and um, no, what I'd like, what I'd like you to do is write me a note <laughs> before <laughs> before I say yes to this yeah. date. Yeah, write me a note. <laughs> write your name and unbelievable, and, and what you think on this piece of paper. Um, okay, you know so what? I'm gonna I'm gonna see you tomorrow, so I can always take a look at that while I'm there. Uh-oh. I'll bring over Charlie's handwriting. <laughs> no, okay, but I have to ask the obvious question, um, and that is, what does your handwriting tell you? Oh, honey, my handwriting tells me that I am beyond the fabulous. <laughs> there you go. That Perfect. Is you, that is all you need to know. That I am. I am simply awesome and fabulous. That's just okay. So after after speaking to you for the first time for like about a half hour. I 100% agree with you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so keep going. Now you were, you went back from talking about the graph, graphology. Graphology. So continue on to this graphotherapist. Yeah. So a graphotherapy is is not something as mainstream as graphology is. It is very hard to find a graphotherapist. But essentially, what it is is by changing your handwriting, you can change personality traits. That is the concept of it. So what I have found is by changing your handwriting, it can help you heal 
from things that your handwriting shows you. So changing your handwriting can help your mind heal from a traumatic event. And I did a lot of that with what I've been doing, too. I do that almost every day. I'm, again, one of those where people who sit there and write just because I can. So journaling is is an easy thing for me, but I don't journal. I just write the offset and write it over and over until I like it. So it's a it's all about sending your your hand is your utensil that your brain uses to write. So it's about sending a message from your hand to your brain saying, I want to change this. It's psychosomatic. It's, it's, it's the psychology that you're changing the this habit, this mental. Okay, I, I never looked at it like no, that. No, I think it's really interesting because I know myself, depending on my mood, my handwriting changes, and it can change drastically. Like I can tell when I'm feeling yeah. really good and feeling really up. I have really yep. cool handwriting, and when I'm feeling like down, my handwriting reflects it. Yes, I think that that's really that. interesting. But I didn't realize that you could use your handwriting to change your thoughts. You can change your mood. You can change your thoughts. You can, and it actually can help heal major traumatic events. It, it takes a while to do it that way because mm. kind of like going to a therapist every week. But the point is, is that it eventually. It can it can help heal that that wound that scar. So now learning from you, it's communicating with my hand and my brain on what I'm writing, and I almost feel guilty now. I almost feel like I owe it to myself to write much better, right? Because that's a reflection on me. And um, are there techniques or tools to learn how to improve your handwriting? Well, there's. What you're referring to is legibility. And legibility is basically your desire to communicate with other people. So if it's illegible, basically what you're saying is, I don't have time to communicate with you. And so, yes, slowing down is going to be a big benefit to helping you communicate with other people. Um, there's, there's certain things to look for in handwriting. It's hard for me to just say, this is what you need to do, this is what you don't want to do. But... For the most part, the most uh, the best thing that I recommend to people is to try practicing on graph paper and using three rows of graph paper. So you have your like your uppercase, which is where your D's, the tall letters go to, your mid zone, which has your E's and your O's and your circles of your D's and your B's, and then you have your lower zone, which has your Y loops and your G loops, and basically using it to go to all and hitting just like in school. Right. And that will help with some balance. That helps with the balance. Because balance seems to be the thing that people are, are lacking the most of. That's funny. And we were just laughing because Charlie was looking at me because I only write on graph paper. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, no, this is just, um, it's the tip of the iceberg. I it mean, is the tip of the iceberg. It always is, right? We always, we need like a four-hour show. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know, we have a lot more to discuss, uh, we only have one more segment, so we'll figure out the best way to proceed. But please stay with us. We have one more segment coming. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie, Eva, and our very special guest, Jennifer Quinn Wilson. We'll be right back. Let Charlie Labosco show you how to revolutionize your presence in the workplace. Charlie is looking to improve the workplace, and by that he means your relevance in it. Charlie has over 40 years in the corporate workplace. 
He has seen the unbelievable, mind-boggling, off-the-charts changes in technology, but no real change in our day-to-day and sometimes toxic workplace behavior. Charlie's mission is to revolutionize the workplace by providing the training and the tools needed to lead any organization regardless of your job description. For more about Charlie and how to be a part of the workplace improvement revolution, visit charliespeaking.com. That's charliespeaking.com. Welcome back to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva on TalkZone.com. Thanks for staying with us, everyone, into segment four with our guest today, Jennifer Quinn Wilson. And um, you can learn more about Jennifer. You can go to her Facebook page under Taking Over the World in a Tiara, also um, MyWonderDiva.com. And Jennifer, we were just talking at the break. I mean, there's so much going on in your life. It's just amazing. And, and it's just amazing that there's so much going on when you're struggling with agoraphobia. I mean, that's a lot for someone that's not struggling with agoraphobia to um, be involved in. And yet here you are every day having to work through this. And yet you're doing it. You're out there. You're making a difference. You're helping people. So we were wondering um, during the break, if someone has agoraphobia or they'd like to reach out to you and just contact you, what's the best way? Is it through the Facebook site or is there an email that they should contact you at? The best way to reach me is the Taking Over the World on a Tiara page. That's the one that I am constantly on. My email is so full I can barely keep up with it. Okay. <laughs> so I don't recommend reaching out to me there. So I have a question. I'm looking at that site right now, and it's really cool. So, um very nice. And I see uh, you in a tiara. Is that is that? It's Mrs. Ohio plus is that, America. Yeah, is that that photo from that pageant that you won? Yes. That is an incredible picture, right? <laughs> it really is. Uh, it's I'm a really beautiful pretty, picture. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so um, interesting. I, I want to throw this out there. Um, my teeth. Um, just want to throw this out. Um, when I was very ill, my teeth started to disintegrate, and I was my teeth were falling out and breaking. And I found an orthodontist who fixed my teeth, and now I work for him. And he is—he was my biggest sponsor. He was my biggest advocate besides my husband. And he is—he is the most patient person for someone who has agoraphobia. He has been amazing. Um, and he also wanted me to throw out there that he's offering free bleaching with your uh, braces if you decide to go through him. So get in contact with me, and I'll make sure you get that out there. <laughs> oh, that's fine. And what's his um, name, and how can we get a hold of him, too? Um, that's Dr. Khan, and he is with Smile Odontics. It's Smile, and then the letter O, and then Dontics. It's all one word, and it's www.smileodontics.com. So, Jennifer, since, you know, you have the world in the palm of your hand. Indeed. And um, if if this dentist is good enough for you, yes. good enough for us. He's well, amazing. And it's actually another show because you have a little bit of a dental phobia. Yeah, I do. Yeah. 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 But that's, <laughs> I think we've run out of time. Yeah, well, well got to go. <laughs> <laughs> So let's talk a little bit about the sophisticates. Oh, I love the sophisticates. It's um, a nationwide networking group uh, for women only. And I decided again in February that I wanted to start my own networking group because I know a lot of people. I don't know if you figured that out. 
Uh, but I really like to meet people, and I like to network with them, and I like. And that's also a result of all that work in progress. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I just wanted to interrupt and say that. That is very true. I love connecting people. I love connecting people to people who need each other, and just I love seeing the the light bulb go off when I you know introduce someone and say you two need to know each other, and this is why. Um, so the statistic has kind of fell in my lap once again. It was one of those kind of things that literally fell in my lap, and it just been such a blessing to have this group of amazing women that it grows every month. Everyone who, you know, I'm, I love bringing new people into it so that they can connect with the people that I already know and connect with each other. It's just, it's such an amazing, uplifting networking group, but we do things a little bit different. It's not a 60 second round of quick, quick, quick. This is what I do. This is who I am. Um, my goal is that you leave there with a new best friend. So our our networking is you interview someone for the best friend position. And so it's a little bit different than what you're probably used to. That's interesting. I didn't know that because, as you know, I haven't gone yet. Um, and I'm going to go to the next one. But I, I didn't know about the interviewing your new best friend. So how to tell us more. How does that work? Well, hold for, just what? to be selfish, is that local? <laughs> yeah. Is it? Okay, go ahead. Yes, we're, we, we basically, we travel from the, the northern part of the 275 loop. We head from Hamilton all the way over to Milford, and we, we try to get all across, you know, the lower part of Ohio to connect with as many people as we can. Um, and basically, the whole job is, is you have a couple questions, and you're interviewing, you get one partner, and your job is to interview them, uh, find out what would make them a good you know, make them a good best friend and see if they would qualify for your position that you have open as a new best friend. And then we introduce each other, and that's kind of how we get to know each other. And then we kind of do um, the lecturer will find ways to have the people interact with each other as well as with them. So it's constant interaction so you don't get bored and still find new ways to connect with other people and really connect and, and leave there with new friends. Oh, that's that's a terrific idea. And if someone wants to become a part of the group, where can they find um, the Sophisticates on Facebook? It's uh, facebook.com, C-I-N-T-I, Sophisticates. Oh, say that again. C-I-N-T-I, Sophisticates. Oh, I got it. Sophisticates. Okay. Yeah, cool. Then you're really making a difference. And so, and there's no restriction on who can join. I mean, I know it's for women, but besides that, there's no age limit or anything like that. Oh, absolutely not. I like them all. Okay. <laughs> and find new friends. That's all that matters. And when's the next one? Uh, the, the next one, I believe that we are having it on the 17th because of the holidays. We're, we're still firming that down. Uh, but Sid Halpern is going to be our next speaker in November, and I believe that we're going to be in the Loveland area for that one. Don't quote me on it, but I'm thinking it'll probably be around 1230 is when we get started. Okay. Probably Perfect. probably around Tano's. And it's Cincy Sophisticates out on Facebook, so if anyone's interested, please go ahead and reach out on that Facebook page. And then for Wonder Diva, if anyone is looking for makeup artistry, is that also would they reach out on um, taking over the world in a tiara, or is that do you have a website for that? I do. Um, I have the Wonder My Wonderpreneur 
or the Wonder Diva. It depends on what you're looking for. I have all natural cosmetics and skincare that I use, or I can use other kinds of makeup that's not all natural. Uh, so I go either way with that, depending on where you're, what you're looking for. Um, so the Wonder Diva dot com or mywonderpreneur dot com. And is or you the can find them on Facebook as well. I also have uh, the Wonder Diva um, makeup page on Facebook, and then I also have uh, Wonder Diva taking over uh, Find Your Inner Wonder Woman, which is a plus size uh, group for you know plus size empowerment. That's, that's amazing. You have so many pages. How do you even keep track? Um, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> the the natural energy is it's um, it's, it's capturing. Contagious. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no, it's terrific. And when it, I just wanted to go back to Wonder Diva for a second. So, if is it makeup for any occasion, or is there a certain type of occasion that someone would go to Wonder Diva for? Oh, no, I do it for from headshots. I do a lot of headshots um, from weddings. Um, and then my favorite, my absolute favorite is doing photos for, you know, to be published. Those are the fun mm-hmm. ones where you get some crazy, crazy makeup ideas going on with random clothing and random masks and hats and just having fun with it kind of stuff. That's my favorite. Oh, that's terrific. Okay, so um, we'll be sure to also promote that as well. So we only... Wow, the, the hour's really gone by fast again. We really only have about a minute left. So, Jennifer, in that minute, is there anything that you want to share with um, our listeners, especially when it comes to agoraphobia and anybody that might happen to be listening that might be suffering with it? There are so many um, pages on Facebook that you can add yourself to. If you just look up agoraphobia, hundreds of them will come up. There's one that's just called agoraphobia. There's um, overcoming. Um, I have one that's overcoming, overcoming the threshold of agoraphobia. Um, so it's all get on Facebook, find your find those those pages and and ask to join those pages because those those people in there are so supportive and they can help connect you to the people who may be able to help you in your area. Excellent. And you know, um, I'm I'm. My expectations have been exceeded beyond my imagination. I seem like I met a wonderpreneur, a handwriting expert, but also a really cool person, which is really nice. Yes, so, so uh, I'm lucky, and thank you so much, Jennifer. This has been a very, very interesting and informative show. Yes, I really appreciate you being on today, Jennifer, and sharing your story, because we know it's not easy. So I know that our listeners appreciate it, and we certainly do as well. So thank you. Thank you so much for having me. You guys have been wonderful. Thank you. Excellent. Take care, and hopefully you'll come back. Yes, have a great night. Um, This Jennifer is just a rock star. Yes, she is. And to learn more about Jennifer, you can go to her Facebook page at takingovertheworldinatiara.com and then also TheWonderDiva.com. Right, and we need her as a teammate, so reach out. Right, and you will definitely find her on Facebook because she's out there. There's so much great work that she's doing. She's getting the message out and that there's hope for everybody. Differences are being made, and that's our mission, so we did good today. So thank you, Charles, and thank you to our listeners for being with us today. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. See you next Monday. Have a great week. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.